Welcome back, sweeties. This is your host, London Ale, and this is the Eye Candy Podcast. Let's get into the episode. All right, you guys, welcome back, sweethearts. <laughs> I just made that up on the fly because, like, if it's called eye candy, I need to call them like a candy, and I say it in my intro anyway. So, welcome back, sweethearts. Don't quote me, I might not say that every fucking day. But anyway, welcome back. So, what has been happening to me? My life is so interesting. Life is literally a movie. Why are you nodding your head? You know, I don't do shit, <laughs> I don't do anything. You do, you work every day. Oh, yeah. That's such a movie. I work every day. I love it. Hey, it's going to be a movie if you keep working. You're right. It is. Trust the process. Trust I, the process is what I say in the restaurant. Okay, yeah. That's true. Trust the process. So, he's right. I work every day, so that's cool. I think this week, I'll tell you guys what I've been thinking as far as the podcast. Right now, I'm working on like doing like a studio in my room. Um, For now, when I do videos, you guys are just going to see the back of my door and my coffee table. But I'm trying to do like a little in-room studio and I have so many ideas. It's going to be so cute when I'm done and I can't wait. And then I literally force my roommate to like come on to like talk to whenever I don't have like a guest or something. I said, yeah, so here's the thing. We live together. You're going to be my co-host <laughs> every time I need to see you on. Every time I need you on. She's like, okay, cool. Bet. So there's that. Um, literally been drinking every day um, yeah. because I have an alcoholic over every fucking yeah you're an alcoholic mm-hmm. no not terribly but like you know how I people like i was worse when we first started talking. yeah i think so by the way if push a p is on the mm-hmm. mic push a p p money is on the mic if Tell you guys want to know he's like my little co-host for today so because i think it's more interesting to have people okay so here's the thing if you guys are wondering where i'm going with this podcast i want so many people on and i'm not talking about celebrities like i want actual fucking people and then obviously if i find a celebrity interesting at some point yes obviously i want them on but for now i just kind of like i can do solo but i can also do like with someone else and then another thing i noticed that like i take shots before i like record and that doesn't necessarily help like okay we just took one (laughs) (laughs) i'm not talking about just now because i'm not drunk but like i I tend whenever you take a shot and you drink it helps you like you loosen up you loosen up but at the same time okay when you drink, you but let me tell you up. so i did like a little episode i literally filmed an hour and 15 minutes i say film every time okay no i did film it was like a video and i sat somewhere else because like during the day and i had just like the back wall and a plant behind me didn't really like the setup it just wasn't giving to me so and then i was i took like five shots before i did the video and i think i sound like my voice naturally changes like the cadence and i sound really dry and like this is my natural voice my voice kind of naturally projects but when i'm drunk my voice yeah like my voice naturally gets super low and draggy and even though i'm speaking facts i my voice drags yeah it drags and i fucking hate it presentation how you speak exactly so i'm like i can't put out episodes and i don't need to drink in order to record i think i always feel like i need it i don't i really really fucking don't and the more i realize that i'm just like i was so distracted (laughs) <laughs> look that's so nosy um the more i realize that the more i'm like willing to like obviously come on the mic sober and it's kind of nerve-wracking like i feel like you guys wouldn't think recording 
is like kind of like what the fuck but when you're recording and then shooting a video it's even more because you're looking at yourself and I can't help but to like move my hair adjust my glasses fix my shirt so that's something I have to get used to but I also feel like if I have the proper setup and I'm comfortable then I'm like I do better because I sat on the floor and then I put my laptop on the coffee table I was holding the mic in my hand my mic is honestly not a handheld mic so I'm getting a new mic pretty soon because I want to be able to hold it but um so yeah damn (laughs) so yeah so yeah that's partly what I think and then also like editing takes so long I want to like do like clean cuts so I don't have to edit so much I know I'm like I'm kind of like telling all my business behind the back end but like if anyone wants to start a podcast this is the real truth Mm -hmm. it's actually a lot harder and a lot more time consuming especially if you want it to be good and I'm such a perfectionist especially when it's something like I'm passionate about and I want to do I've literally filmed you saw me the first episode I filmed like five times you and they were all you, you an hour really did, long. And you you would like keep doing them, and you were like, I don't like that one. And none of them came like out. Them. And then I finally had to settle because I told keep myself, yeah, I literally told myself in my head, I said, this is my launch date, March. I have to put it out. Like you know, when something in your head, like tells you, like you have to put this out this day. Like God was literally like, do not delay this, London. Like you want to be a perfectionist, you're gonna get it along the way. And I was like, okay, I'm just gonna trust my gut. Trust with whatever he's telling me, and I'm going to put it out when I'm supposed to put it out. So I did, and I'm kind of learning along the way, and it's partly what I'm going to talk about when we get to the episode topic. But yeah, like, I'm just kind of trying to, like, figure out, like, the setup. I keep reorganizing, like, my feed and, like, what kind of content I want to put out there, and it's so much social media work, which is so exhausting, but it's so much fun. It's, like, the stress that you want. Like, when it's something that you love, I would rather be stressed out about a podcast than about my actual job. And honestly, my actual job does not stress me out. Okay, so sometimes. Like, people Mm -hmm. can be very, very annoying. But, like, other than that, like, I don't... Because I get to work from home... It's like... Because, like, you work so hard to put, like, the work you put in. Mm -hmm. And then when you get the results you want, you feel like... It's worth it. Like, just relieved, like... It's worth it, yeah. Yeah, it'd be worth it. Yeah, and honestly, like, I know I can just buy bots. We were just talking about this. <laughs> I know I can just, like, buy followers and buy likes, and then people will look at it and think that, like, I'm already big. But to me, that's not being authentic. Like, if you're starting something, like a clothing line, a podcast, the fuck are you going to buy followers for? Like, if you want to make money, you can't buy bots. They're not doing shit. They're mm-hmm. not actually listening. It's just for Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't want to do that. Like, I want to be authentic. I want to come up the right way. You know, I want to promote it authentically. I want the people that follow me to listen. And I can see, like, the analytics. Like, people are listening. Even if they don't follow me on Instagram, somehow people find my podcast and they're listening. Or if somebody promotes it, I can tell, like, geographically where those people are coming from and where they're listening. So I kind of know, like, who is from where, which is pretty cool. I can't obviously see exactly who. But they're all people, like, authentically listening. They want to listen. Mm-hmm. So, honestly, I've just been, like, in my head a lot, like, stressing myself out about this, but in a good way. Like, I'm not, like, crying about it. I'm, like, okay, like, I I keep readjusting in my mind and readjusting. In due time. Yeah, in due time. And then also, like, I listen to a lot of, like, powerful, powerful black podcasters, and they're always talking about the industry. And one thing they said is, like, a lot of people are not consistent, and that's what fails. Damn, who is blowing me up? A lot of people are not consistent, and that's how things fail. Like, people will put out an episode, will literally start something, put so much work into it, and stop. Like, a hard stop. Like, they won't post forever. And I don't want to do that. But, yeah, that's that on that. 
and let's move on. Okay, so let's just get straight into it. Will Smith slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars. And the backstory is basically Chris Rock was about to present some award um, for some documentary or something like that. And Will Smith was nominated for that award. Somebody was like really excited in the audience. He was like, he really wants Will Smith to win. So then Will Smith, Chris Rock, Chris Rock tried kind of changed the butt of the joke to Will Smith and was like, you know, then he was like, by the way, or he changed it to Jada, actually. And he was like, by the way, Jada, love you, but can't wait to see G.I. Jane. And Jada rolls her eyes. And in the clip, Will is smiling. Will Smith is smiling. And then it cuts back to Chris and Chris is trying to move on, but he can clearly see that Jada's upset. And he's like, oh, come on. That was a good joke. That was a good joke. And so he's trying to move on from the whole like joke because he's like you know got to keep it going like he's obviously comedian and hosting for a reason then will smith walks up and he slaps the fuck out of chris rock on live tv slaps the shit out of chris rock and i'm not gonna lie props to chris rock but he ate that fucking slap and he did his best to readjust and keep going and he was like damn i just got slapped by will smith i just like will smith just slapped the fuck out of me okay so here are my thoughts on it because after seeing the video from different angles and TikTok basically having all of their opinions and putting videos of this and that, now I have formed and created my own opinion. So here's what it is. I think it was stupid. First of all, it's the Oscars. It's an elegant event. It's assault. And apparently Chris Rock didn't even write the joke. So to me, it's just not adding up. It's like, Will, you've been doing this for over 20 years. How did you not know that this A might have been a script and B that this was just for show? Amy Schumer probably said more arguably a little bit more insensitive jokes and has in her career span. But let Chris Rock say a joke and he gets upset. So here's what I think. So I saw the camera from a different angle and then someone zoomed in on Will's face when the joke was made then on Jada's face when the joke was made. Like I had thought before, Will was laughing. He was actually had like a really happy like oh this is light laugh to him and then it cuts to Jada's face and Jada is obviously clearly upset which is what we saw so after watching shortly after how that went like I saw a different angle from the camera in the back Will gets up slaps him and sits down Jada watched him walk up and she looked kind of confused like what's going on and then Will slaps him and Jada's like you could tell by her posture she's like uh okay and then he comes to sit back down and chris makes the joke jada starts laughing so i think i think what i think is i think jada maybe thought it was a a skit too because she wasn't expecting it or b she was just probably really confused like she knew everybody else was confused and she was trying to play it off and thought it would be played off as a skit because everybody was genuinely laughing because i think people really thought it was a skit so after that, when Will yelled, Jada again changed her posture and was kind of stiff, like, oh shit, like he's really upset. So I think that, I think Jada honestly didn't know. And I feel like we're giving a lot of shit to Jada. And somebody's first opinion was the fact that maybe she leaned over and whispered to him. From that angle, I, it, didn't look, it didn't look like that was the case. It looked like Jade, like he literally had like an impulse. But then again, it doesn't make sense why he flipped where he was like laughing and then it switched i think he was laughing then he saw jada's face and then he felt the need to react 
And so I saw a lot of people's comments and a lot of people think that Jada's like manipulative and mentally like manipulating um, Will and all this other stuff. I honestly don't know. Just because I saw different angles, I saw her posture. It didn't look like, it looked like she was kind of surprised in a way. And to me, I feel like Jada had no idea that Will was going to do it. I feel like she was kind of out, out of the know too. Maybe she had whispered and was like, oh, this made me feel some type of way. I'm sure she didn't whisper and was like, oh my gosh, go slap Chris Rock. I don't think that's what happened. I think he, she probably whispered and I didn't see this part and was like, oh my God, like it's so annoying. Or she looked at Will and like rolled her eyes and then Will felt obligated to have to do it because he had laughed. So it was really kind of like a, a shame thing for him almost because he was like, oh shit, I laughed. Now I got to do something and act like I give a fuck. And I feel like in those moments, your adrenaline is so like, pumping what was probably like oh my god I, I just slapped somebody at the oscars like he kind of just reacted on impulse and adrenaline and then when he sat back down he was like i mean i i have to take it all the way through i gotta i gotta say something shit if you don't go up there and slap somebody now the crowd wondering why the fuck it happened and i think in that moment if he was really thinking and if it was really staged he wouldn't have yelled i mean he's made a public apology about it so clearly it's not staged chris rock is dead silent he's like fuck all you bitches and I think it was wrong. I saw some people like shortly after it happened was like, oh my gosh, like this is valid or you better go Will Smith. Honestly, I love Will Smith. Like I really love Will Smith over Chris Rock. But to me, like that, the way that happened was inexcusable. That was my first thought. I was like, no, no way. That's stupid. It's a public event. Everyone looks beautiful. And you decide to take your ass up there and slap somebody publicly at the Oscars, bitch. The Oscars. Do you not know what the fucking Oscars is? Come on now. It just, and then come on. Like, it makes black people look so fucking reactive and violent. And I feel like we're trying to get that narrative away. And you just fucking, like, come on. Really? It's just, it's so disappointing. But I love that everybody after that kind of like, they kind of formed jokes out of it, which made the mood a lot more lighthearted. I know Amos Schumer came out there. And she's like, did I miss something? And then Diddy came up there and said, we gonna solve this. And then Will Smith over here at the after party, now he living it up and shit. Like, none of that made sense. You literally slapped the shit out of him on stage. And Chris Rock, props to you. You really, like, honestly, if somebody would have came up there and slapped me, I would have fucking grabbed his suit jacket and beat the fuck out of him. Because what the fuck? Okay, you want to play this game? We can play it. Let's tussle. Let's do it. But anyway, y'all, just shortly wanted to say that because it just came out. When did that happen? Like Monday, Tuesday? Monday. Yesterday. No, because the day. No. So Monday. Monday. It happened Monday. Tuesday. I know. Monday is yesterday. Then it came out Sunday. Okay, so Sunday. Anyway, y'all. This is disrespectful. Honestly, the Oscars is such a beautiful event and it's stupid. It's dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. And me and my man were talking about it. I said, would you ever like, I didn't ask, would you ever do that? Because I know the answer is yes. But I told him that like, I would never want him to. And you know, some people may say yes, but they don't really mean it. Like he would actually like, no, like we don't do that. Don't do it. Anyways. I'm all about character. I'm all about, like, when I say image, I mean, like, how I carry myself. To me, that would never fly. That would never fly. And this is why I don't fight unless I need to. 
you might catch me at the wrong time but i'm i'm not that girl i'm not the girly um not the one to play with either so don't even think about it no i'm just playing anyway i'm not don't even don't even go there but anyways yeah guys i just wanted to I just wanted to bring that up because it's a little a little hot topic a little hot top and yeah we're just let's just move on from the subject because I know everybody's tired of hearing it I am but I had to talk about it let's move on yeah another thing I want to talk about really quick because we're just off the topic about that y'all need to stop like y'all need to stop antagonizing celebrities who are like our real people I'm not talking about Will and Jada. Kylie Jenner posted a video basically saying how she's going through postpartum depression. And people were literally like, okay, okay, Kylie, you're using a filter and then talking about postpartum. Get a life. Anyways, like, bitch, okay, everyone goes through postpartum. That is a serious thing. Like, it messes with your mental. You well, know what postpartum when you have is? A baby? When you have a baby and you go through, like, depression and shit. Yeah. It's really hard. Your body changes. Your hormones are all over the place. You just had a child. Like, it is really hard. And I, when I looked at the comments after that video, I was like, oh, my God. People are literally so rude. Like, people are actually disgusting. The internet is ruthless. They are so ruthless. It's, and that's why I'm like, if I ever in my life got famous, honestly, I don't really desire it at all. I feel like you can't look at those right like so i gotta, wouldn't care i wouldn't care it's like bro you're bored you're broke and next next fucking caller the fuck yeah. why the fuck would i care you know what i'm saying like i just think people are so disrespectful and so rude and i honestly feel for celebrities because i'm like they're at the end of the day they're real people can they you, be tone deaf yes but like she wasn't she was being honest usually the accounts that be saying like negative stuff be like accounts that's like you can't see their face or something they got like they just post bullshit and mm -hmm. stuff, you know? Yeah. It's not like real accounts. Like, real people, actually, they ain't going to show their real identity saying shit. Exactly. And that's the part that gets me. It's like, you guys would never even show your face. Nonsense out of 10, those people don't are private and have two followers. Like, mm -hmm. you're literally a fucking troll. And I think that's so stupid to, like, to get on people's ass and to disrespect them and be so totally rude just because they're a celebrity they're rich and you feel like they can't go to de through depression or anxiety people. like you pe you guys are so mean to people like that is honestly like you're miserable and it's sad i feel bad for you and all of you trolls are always in my prayers because what the fuck mm. literally so miserable and so bored i cannot okay so another thing mm. last thing i want to talk about bridgerton oh bridgerton that's a good show bridgerton is so good so i finally finished it today and hot take season two is better than season one i know you did not see season one but season two is so much better than season we watched season three no that's season two. Oh, for real yeah season one came out last year so that's literally like a year part mm. season two is literally so good and honestly like i was i'm here for like i love banter i mean i probably said it a million times by now but i read wattpad books and that was like a wattpad book come to life like, it was everything that I needed in the show. I was literally watching on my work shift. Like, I was so into I be, it. I'd be, like, listening to you. Like, read when you read your Wattpad what uh -huh. books to me. What do you think? It kind of is the same. Like, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Like, just. What's the craziest thing you, you remember from my, one of my Wattpad books that you read? Or that you've heard me say or tell you? Mm. It doesn't have to be, like, word for word. From the last book you read, or from yeah, like from any, it doesn't matter. The last book you read, what was it called? Uh, Vincent and Ezra. Vincent and Ezra. Mhm. Mm 
I know. I remember. I know. I know you know. I know you know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. I remember that. Mm-hmm. He was like reading. So I was reading one time and he looked over and he was like, what are you reading? And I told him literally, I gave him like a quick summary of like what the book was about. And he's like, oh, that sounds pretty interesting. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. really? You think that's interesting? He's like, yeah, like, it's cool. And so he was like, I was reading. He got really silent. And I look up and he's like following along. <laughs> he's reading the book with me. And I was like, bro, do you mm-hmm. like this shit? He's like, yeah. He was like, and he's like, wait. So, <laughs> bro, I love it. I love mm-hmm. the fact. Okay, so I'm offended. I downloaded what pen? Okay, I'm offended. So I compared my brother to Ricky Thompson, and people are. My mom just now responded. Like y'all saw that. Okay. Anyway, um, by the way, Ricky Thompson ate at the Oscars. But anyways, um, he killed a glam bot. But yeah, so I am obsessed with Wattpad, and anytime I have the chance to compare Wattpad with something else, like a movie, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. I like Wattpad. I love it. I'm going to oh start reading books when I'm in my spare time at work. He said he's going to read sci-fi, but I know he's going to try to sneak and read romance. <laughs> no, nah, no, I'm not. Come on, it's interesting. <laughs> you don't think so? Only if I'm reading it? Only if you're reading I'll read it with you. But yeah, no. no on a serious myself. note, I don't think you'll read it by yourself. But I think you'd read, like, horror. Like, I'll find something to read. Yeah. Though. And the cool thing is, like, you can find different types of books. I miss reading. I know, reading is so much fun. And then I'm the type of person, like, I imagine myself, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine myself in the person's body. But anyway, back to Bridgerton. <laughs> I do, like, okay, if he's like, <laughs> if he's like, she leads her against the wall, I'm like, it's me. <laughs> Bro, I'm the main character in every Wattpad book. I, You know what's so funny? I used to imagine, like, celebrities, like, sometimes Wattpad books will say, like, Vanessa Hudgens is Lizzie, and Jacob Elordi is uh, oh, so Matthew. You can, like, the yeah, so you can picture the character. And I never use the people they had, or it would always be like some supermodel. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was like, I always would like, I'd even literally, <laughs> I would make a note in my phone. Mm-hmm. I would literally make a note in my phone and be like, okay, so blah, blah, blah is going to be blah, blah, blah in my head. And blah, blah, blah is going to be this person. Because <laughs> I never, I hated when I used to forget the character, like the face. Because mm-hmm. as soon as I read chapter one, I knew exactly who I wanted who and who out of yeah. celebrities. Like it was like my own movie in my head if I could cast it. Mm-hmm. And then as I got older, um, I was like, okay, this has to be me. Because I, <laughs> I want to be the one that they push against the wall. So yeah. now it's just me in my head, low key, like a better version of myself. It literally is a better version. <laughs> it don't get no better. Mm, yeah, that's true. You the baddest. That's true. It's me without the muffin top. That's what it is. <laughs> it's me without the muffin top and me with makeup on 24-7. Like, that's me. Like, with blue eyes. Like, I add some shit in there. A natural brown lip liner. Like, that's me. But anyway, back to Bridgerton. So today, we got towards the end, and I, they literally didn't kiss until episode seven. Like the last episode. The last two episodes, they didn't kiss. And I, I, like, I was like, damn, they ain't fuck yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are literally they sitting here. They kept on making these little scenes. No. They get like, real close and like, Dude, each I literally, I li- we were literally watching. I said, look, look, look. They're about to kiss. They're about to kiss. And then they pull away. I said, damn, he know he want that coochie. Why he keep avoiding that shit? <laughs> Bro, he kept avoiding it, and I. I'm honestly, like, call it whatever you want, but I live for the parts where they finally have sex. Like, I love it so much. I'm like, ah. It was romantic. They was outside. But I'm not the type. Flowers but and shit everywhere. 
I was about to lie. I was about to lie on this mic. I was going to say I'm not the type to rewind, but I did. <laughs> I, did. I did rewind. I did rewind it because it was the tension. Like, oh, my God, the tension was so crazy. And honestly, I think that girl is so beautiful. Like, the girl, like, the main girl. I love it. I love it. I don't know why, but, like, and then she was, like, so intelligent. And she was just, like, fuck men. I'm a feminist and I'm a bad bitch. And I thought they were, like, the perfect duo. And I loved how they didn't think so at first. But, like, they really, like, she was, like, you vex me. <laughs> she did say that. She said, you vex me. He I was, was like, like, what vex me? He's, like, I absolutely despise you. He was, like, and you live in every single part of my head. I was, like, ah! I love it. You annoy me. I fucking hate you. But come here, bitch. Mm-hmm. Give me that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> That's like I'm living for it. But yeah. You annoy me. You vex me. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, uh, we gonna start doing that every time. <laughs> right before you vex, you vex me, and then go on to a fucking <laughs> movie scene. Oh my god! And then they. Oh my god! Then they fucked on the. Mm-hmm. They fucked on the patio, and I... Oh, my God, I loved it so much. Like, I did... Did I rewind that? I rewinded one part, I think. I think for you to watch it, though, because you weren't, like, really watching. I wasn't watching at first, yeah. Oh, my God, I rewinded it. I was like, ugh. And I'm so mad it's over. Like, we've been struggling to find something to watch. I know. I'm glad. I'm mad. I'm mad it's over, like... I am. He literally started... He just started the show yesterday. Well, okay, so I watched it before him. So he yeah, came he in on episode four. four. I couldn't wait for his ass. Like, as soon as my roommate told me, like, it was back on, I was like, oh, yep, I got something to do. <laughs> literally watched it all throughout my work shift. So, yeah, now I have to find something else to watch. We just watched, like, a bunch of mystery stuff. Because a lot of, like, romance is corny to me. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's not TVMA, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know that y'all going to get down and dirty. Yeah. Call me what everyone... Okay, so... Do you know this show on Netflix called Sex Life? Oh, didn't I? Wait, I've seen. Wait, didn't I show you that one part? Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. I don't Bro, he got so show. pissed off uh, at me. But I was like, I had to show him. He was like. He kept trying to show me. I closed oh, my eyes. Oh, you didn't even like, see oh, it. Eyes. Did you see it? No, but I know it was. <laughs> yeah. I think you saw like. Hell point. no. I think you. <laughs> I think no. you saw point two of a second. And then you're like, fuck no. And he literally wouldn't look at me for like 10 I minutes. It was my so eyes funny. Closed and everything. He was like, okay, it's off. But that was crazy. So oh I I don't watch I don't oh my god, what the hell? Where's the back of my earring? It's gone? I don't know. Okay. Um I think it is gone, but I'll just put another one in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I haven't seen it and you would think that'd be into that, but I don't wanna watch some like I don't wanna watch a show totally based around sex. I just want them to have sex in the show. At least you. Yeah. I just want to see something. And Bridgerton this season, there was way less sex in this season. But I kind of liked it because it was like, it was making you like, wait, like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? I want to watch the first season. We got to watch it. I don't feel like it. No, you already seen it, huh? I've already seen it. You and like, honestly, you don't like rewatching shows. I really don't. I used to. I used to. I can rewatch movies, like old like, school movies. I like rewatching stuff. Yeah, like I've rewatched 16 Candles about 10,000 times. Different. <laughs> like, I can rewatch old movies, and I used to do it all the time. Divergent, 16 Candles, Fault in My Stars, Maze Runner. I used to watch rewatch, like, a bunch of my faves. I can still do that to this day. TV shows, yeah. cannot rewatch it. I used to watch... I, I rewatch movies. I used to rewatch uh, Planet of the Apes. Over okay, my parents used to put that on every fucking day. For... <laughs> like, they had every single one. We used to watch it every... Just watch them. Oh, my God. Let me tell you, my parents used I to have... Like 
My parents used to have Underworld on Rewind, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. I've seen Underworld too many times that I can count. Bitch, you know why I'm not scared of anything? Because they would put on Underworld for us to go to sleep. Go to sleep to watch scary movies. Literally. My dad, he has a thing with like scary movies. So like we would all, he would always put some scary on. He'll go to the room and be like, y'all watch this. And leave the scary movie. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> we, we all be in there just like young, just watching TV. I'm like, what are we watching? Like, oh my God. Uh, okay, game. so Underworld isn't scary, but like when you're younger, it can be a little traumatizing. <laughs> but I feel like for me, it was like, oh, this is cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, like vampires and werewolves, like I always wanted one to like, you know, sneak mm-hmm. in my window and turn me. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, like, no, I want to look. Me. Let me tell y'all right now, I'm not team vampire, I am team werewolf, werewolf. every fucking day. You seen, um, what's the show? What's, hmm. the, what's the series? What the vampires and the werewolves? Twilight, Twilight. You seen all the Twilights. What are you? Are you do you live under a rock? I've seen them all. I've seen New Moon and Eclipse more times than I can count on my fucking fingers. New Moon is top tier only because Jacob's in like 95% of the only movie. The only reason I watched them because my sisters used to put them on all the time and I had no choice. I had to watch them with them because they chose me. And I know everybody hates on like Chris, I was about to say Kristen Bell. Oh my God. Kristen Stewart. The only reason why people hate on, like honestly, I think she nailed the character. Who's that? Don't get the me girl. wrong. The girl. The girl, Bella. Don't get me wrong. It could be corny at times, but like she is a very talented actor. I think the script was corny. I don't think she is. I think she, like, people don't understand in the book, Bella was super awkward. So she literally nailed the character, like, to the T. She could act. I, I, I think they're, I think Edward, we all know Robert Pattinson, the new Batman, is a top tier actor. He's literally been in so much, like, TV, not TV mm-hmm. necessarily, but movies. Like, he's so talented. Yeah, I like the new Batman. I love the new Batman. It was good. It is really good, y'all. But that is the tea. That is all that caught my eye this week. Let's move on. All right, you guys, we are going down the Reddit hole. So this one's pretty interesting. And I kind of want to just go down and read people's responses. And then I have my like little response at the end. So let's just jump right into it. So this one, it's an Ask Woman, the subreddit. And it says, what is something a past significant other said to you that still hurts you to this day? So this is interesting honestly there's not anything like major in my mind that i can think of i have like a couple but they're not like i feel like people wouldn't label it as like super bad but it hurt my feelings so one person said i'll start when i was 17 my boyfriend was going down on me and afterward made the comment i hate going down on you truthfully you stink and it makes me want to puke for clarification i am a very clean person hygiene hygiene is important to me looking back i know the comment was made by an inexperienced and immature boy and I'm not sure what he was expecting vaginas to smell like, but seven years later and I still can't get over it. To this day, I won't allow a man to go as far enough down there to smell me unless I've been in a committed relationship and even then I get severe anxiety over it. Okay. Pause. Okay. She was 10? How? But seven years later. No, she said when I was 17. And then she said, but seven years later. So oh. she's 24. <laughs> okay, I'm about to say <laughs> No, um, you missed a part. Where were you at? No, but literally, okay, let me, I just have something to say about this. This is actually super traumatizing for women because we already, okay, first of all, our coochie is literally folded. Like, it's not going to stink, but vagina has a smell. It smells like a body. Love it. 
Oh my gosh, shut up. (laughs) Shut up. Okay, no, but the point is, like, I feel like a lot of women are insecure about this because it's a smell. Like, you guys is, like, y'all's dingling sits outside of your body. Like, it's not folded into anything. It's inside. Like, where y'all go in is, like, inside, folded inside all day. And then we wear underwear, we wear pants, leggings. Eventually, you're going to end up sweating, just sitting for a while and sitting in that whatever the case is. So that's actually really traumatizing. It really is. What do you think? Have you, okay. Have you ever went down on a girl and you were like, oh no? Not really. Oh my God, you're fucking well, lying. Yeah, yeah. You're fucking lying. I told you I was, time, huh? yeah. Yes, I want <laughs> you to tell everybody, but you don't have to say the name. I was, I was about to and I was like, like she took it off and I was like, yeah, your face, the sour face. <laughs> and what'd you do? Like, what'd you end up doing though? Like, I can't, I can't do this. Uh huh. I got a girlfriend. You're such a hoe. <laughs> That's my go-to. I ain't gonna lie. I got a girlfriend. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You go to go fuck a girl, and then you say, "I have a girlfriend." If yeah, I'm good move. Feeling... Good move. It's hey, literally if, if it's some something that I that don't makes like, you sound like a hoe, a cheater. Hey, you don't care. They don't care either. So True. Um, you know what's so crazy about that? It's not just me. Is that I've never I've never dated somebody that was in a relationship. So I have no idea how that feels. Like to date someone that just doesn't care about their relationship. But I've heard so many stories where I've like talked to guys and dated certain guys. And they were like, yeah, when I, you know, had sex with blah, blah, blah. She had a boyfriend and she didn't give a fuck. And I'm like, what? Girls don't care. They it's more surprising that the girl like didn't give do. a fuck. Right. Like it's more surprising that the girl doesn't give a fuck. That's what's crazy no to me. Do, I feel like no one really gives a fuck if they if they single and the other person they think that's just cute or whatever. I don't know. But the, is that not insecure? It's like they don't care. Does that it's not? not do guys not feel that way about if a girl's in a relationship? No, like about your pee wee. What you mean? Like, does it? Do y'all not like feel insecurity about like smell or anything? Like, have you ever? My shit don't smell, so... No, I, I know, really... but, like, you're human. So, like, if you after the gym or if you've just been sitting around for a while and haven't taken a shower in a day, like, do you... I'm not finna just go to no girl house or nothing if I, if I stink. Right. To me, personally, I'm But what not... if she's just there and you haven't taken a shower and, like, it's supposed to happen right then and there? Like, do you get insecure, like, oh, I stink, or do boys not think of that? I would say I stink. If you want to do it, go ahead. I stink. You are pretty honest. I mean, obviously, we've yeah, never yeah. we've never experienced that. Like, I've never. With I each feel other. like I always smell. But like you, good, I right? feel like you always like are just like FYI. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, like, hey, but like obviously, like not with us specifically. But like, mm. I know that trait in you. Like you yeah. will say like, hey, FYI, this whether it's with whatever in life, like whatever you're telling me. Mm-hmm. That's so embarrassing. I feel so bad for her. Some niggas don't care. They I've I'm the, the same way. Deal. I'm the oh, same yeah. way. You know I'm the same way, though. Yeah. Like, I'm like, no, I feel like I stink. Yeah, you do say that. You I'm so like aware. And it's not ever because someone's told me I stink. I've never, ever gotten that in my life. Mm-hmm. But I'm so aware of my body. Like, uh, how do you not know if you stink or you feel like you stink? I, I, I feel like hygiene's a big thing to me because I'm already like, like, I got to make sure I brush my teeth. I got to make right. sure. Because, like, you know I'm, I'm a not person. perfect. I feel like to me, like, I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. I got flaws. Like, my teeth and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like if my teeth not straight. I'm gonna make sure them bitches clean. Like right, right, right. I'm gonna right. make sure like I'm. But I also, good. I, also my whole body like you're lucky like, because it's literally like one tooth on your top row. You yeah. have straight teeth. 
mm-hmm. and you really have a pretty smile but like i get it i had braces growing up mm-hmm. and growing up my teeth were like a little fucked up but i was young so i didn't really care mm-hmm. and then i obviously don't know that like as older but like you can get braces whenever you want you even I say could. sometimes like, you might keep your teeth because you're like whatever could, yeah he says he's gonna keep his teeth to keep him humble like dude it's literally your teeth are not crooked it's one tooth keep the twisted grill just to show the kids it's real all right anyways <laughs> <laughs> back to the topic because you hey. always want to you know say a little verse or whatever we ain't picture perfect but we worth the picture still okay you me? yeah i do i feel yeah. it but no seriously like it's fucked up and he's immature he said like dude he literally said, truthfully, you stink. I'm going to puke. Are you dumb? Okay, and it's a fucking cooter. And what about it? Yeah. Like, what? I and she's like, oh, my God, don't even. <laughs> don't fucking do that. Are you serious? I mean, at the end of the day, a vagina is a vagina. It's not too much. I'm going to leave. Right. If, if you're like, first of all, let me just get this out there. A vagina, if it smells like flowers, it shouldn't. Literally, it shouldn't. Okay. That's not even real. Y'all lo- like, like dudes. Oh my God. <laughs> dudes love to, ah. dudes love to compare it to like, you smell like flowers. I mean, I could compare a vagina smelling like fruit than flowers. Yeah. Like fruit. Yeah. Because when I think of fruit, I think of something that's sweet, but a little tangy. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I would probably describe. Like I'm, I'm acting like as if I've ever like eating a girl out i haven't (laughs) but i'm saying like based off the smell i think that would for me at least Mm. i would be compared to like a fruit not a fucking not a flower flowers don't even smell good that's like weird flowers don't smell good anyway back to the topic girl first of all i'm glad you recognize that he's immature what were you about to say i was about to say i feel like people say flowers because like perfume is they're pretty and they're pretty but like most perfumes be like a flower scent or something. Well, some, I've heard some people call a vagina a flower. Yeah, like because flowers, like when they bloom, they oh, open yeah, up. That's true. And then also, like flowers are beautiful, so they call like. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, get it I, I, I like that reference. I do I like it. it Not for smell, though, but for look, yes, I do. Like perfume be like flowers and stuff. Right. Oh my God. If your vagina smells like Bath and Body Works, mist. Get it checked. You know what's so funny? Growing up, girls, like, we spritz ourselves literally, like, over our clothes, but in our crotch, behind our ass. Like, girl, that literally that goes away in work. two seconds. I, ain't gonna lie, like, I think it you, does make it worse. Spray, like, if you, if you smell or something, you spray something on it, it's going to make it smell worse. Exactly. It's going to go way faster. Like, when I used to think, and I'll try to put, I was sweating in the gym, mm-hmm. and I'll try to go, before I go to class, I'll try to put my cologne on. That it shit stinks. makes it worse, yeah. Oh my gosh. I think also it depends on how you grow up. My mom is so meticulous, detail oriented. Like she was always growing up, she always taught me do this, 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 this. Like she's such a clean person. She literally will not if she comes back from the gym, she will not let me hug her or get anywhere near her. It's like stand two <laughs> feet away from me until I get in the shower. And I think that's why I am the way I am. Like I'm like, oh my gosh, get away from me. Let me take a shower. <laughs> Yeah. Like if I've just been sitting in myself for too long, please let me take a shower. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's that's so sad. And I'm so glad that you realize that he's immature and that he doesn't know what a vagina smells like and he's inexperienced. Um so good for you, girl. It sounds like you but also I see that you say it gave you severe anxiety. Totally understand that. <clears throat> From someone who hasn't necessarily went through 
that like being said to me I can understand how that gives you anxiety because I get anxiety about it all the time not anxiety that's such a big word but like you do get a little anxious you're just like oh my gosh what if I smell you know but I think after some time you start to understand your body and it doesn't affect you as much it doesn't affect me as much anymore because I'm like I know that I'm clean you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. like whatever anyway let's move on to another one um Somebody said, TMI, I was riding my ex-husband reverse cowgirl in the backseat of my car. He grabs my stomach and says, you need to lose this as we're having sex. I'm not even big. He was just so cruel. I'm extremely... You (laughs) need to stop laughing. (laughs) Let me finish reading. Oh my God, you're so rude. I'm not even big. He was just so cruel. I'm extremely insecure of my body to do... Okay, I'm I'm really mad that you just laid out on the floor right now. Okay, you stay over there and finish laughing. I'm going to continue to read this for my listeners. He was hypocritical. He was hypocritical of everything, mentally abusive, and many other things. Happily divorced, and I have zero tolerance of bullshit. Um, period, sis. I love that for you. Zero tolerance. First of all, who gives a fuck? We carry babies. We do a lot of important things for you ugly-ass boys. You better respect this fucking fuck female, hot-ass, sexy-ass body bitch. Yeah. That really pissed me off. I would never say no shit like that. (laughs) You know what? This is where we label it as Caucasian shit, okay? Because who the fuck? Yeah, I ain't finna. Like, okay, so on one of my favorite favorite podcasts, Mm -hmm. Horrible Decisions, Wheezy told a story and she said that she was like, (laughs) so when she was fucking somebody and then from the back and then he was like, by the way, guys, this is public information, so I'm not telling anyone's business. You can literally watch it. Um, and he held her stomach and he was just like, I love this or something like that. Like, That's better. And she was just like, nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> she was like, I mean, that was kind of sexy, but what? <laughs> She's like, it threw me off. But like, I like that. which I love, like, I wouldn't, I think that would turn me off. Even if it was like, he was like trying to like, I love this. I love your body. Okay. If you said, I love your body. Ooh, that would, that would, you know, that's kind of fire. But like, if you, I love your body. Boy, leave me alone. So anyway. <laughs> If you reference, like, you my stomach, something I'm clearly insecure about during sex and say it looks good, like, don't do that because I'm going to not, like, I'm still going to think it looks bad. Like, I'm going to think, gonna like, make you start thinking about yes, it. because it's like, who, what if you didn't, what if you didn't even reference your body at all or never thought you were fat and they just grab your stomach and say, I love this. It's like, what do you, I, I didn't think I was chunky until you literally grabbed my fucking stomach. You shouldn't <laughs> be able to do that, bitch. And let me just PSA, you can grab my motherfucking stomach and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Okay. Okay. No, you better not fucking grab my stomach. Fuck out of here with that shit. No, but that's crazy. Honestly, men are so ruthless, and it's like you guys know you're ugly as fuck, right? And we're literally the baddest bitch on earth. Like you guys need to shut up and go find something to do. Anyway, um, someone else said, um, okay, so this is the same comments for the same thing. Okay, so oh boy, I've got a few stood out. For my husband of 16 years, you know you'd still be quite pretty if you lost 10 kilos. Shame about your stomach. Do you know how ugly you look when you cry like a two-year-old? Can we just do doggy style? I hate seeing your tips flop in my face to the best of all time. Screamed at me over and over, spitting in my face. Why can't you just die fast? Oh, my gosh. Why can't you just die faster? It's taking too long. I am terminally sick and under palliative care for 12 to 18 months left. He left me 12 months ago when I really started getting sick. At the time, I didn't realize how beaten down I was until he left. Honestly, it's a blessing that he left. It is yeah, such man. a blessing. Because you do not deserve that, first that of all. That funny, yo. That's not funny at all. <laughs> that was <laughs> ruthless. 
That nigga's mean. Yeah, so why are you laughing? That's not funny. Oh my god, you're so rude. This is not funny. He just laughs, <laughs> at the worst times. That's your bad habit. But no, this is really... This is actually really terrible. Like, I hate when your tits flop in my face. What? <laughs> Why are you repeating like that? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Why are you repeating Okay, I'm sorry. That was my fault. Because the way I said that was like... Then you just licked it? It was... T- <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. That was funny because I did just say that like it was nothing. Like, I don't know why tits flopping my face is like the weirdest way to talk about <laughs> talk about fucking boobs. But I've never okay. heard no shit like that. I've, I've never heard that in my fucking face. In my fucking face. <laughs> like, that's how you know I'm all over the place. I've never heard that in my fucking life. But again, on a serious note, girl, first of all, you know what I've, I've noticed? Insecure guys always do this to the finest women on earth. And to me, every woman is bad as fuck because you're a fucking woman. So you're bad as fuck immediately in my eyes. I'm so glad you left him, especially since you're going through this, you know, sickness. Like, this was a blessing in disguise. He left you, thank God. Like, he's probably putting you through the ringer mentally, emotionally. And then you're fighting this sickness like, girl. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is good for you. Good for you. And honestly, you probably might not think so at the moment, but you deserve so much. Somebody said, what a terrible human. You deserve so much better. And I'm glad he's out of your life. Literally, me. I'm so happy he's out of your life. Like, I don't want to repeat anything else because this is not a funny subject. Um, But it's just like, I hate that. Like, why do men feel... Please answer as a man yourself. Why do men feel so entitled? They should really be called boys at this point. Why do boys feel so entitled to, like, disrespect females like that? Like, do you know, like, why at all? Have you ever been that person, like, as an immature kid? No, I feel like I've always respected women because I have a lot of sisters. Yeah, and I agree. I, I have five sisters. So. I know. I always I'm, tell people I've that about you too because at lowest I've seen them. Right. When people, when dudes would disrespect them, I, I don't like that shit. So I would never do that to no woman. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like, like for you, spe- for you specifically. I mean, I guess I was kind of referencing like if you've ever seen friends talk about females that way. Oh, I've seen because I know for you, like you have a lot of sisters. You would never. I wouldn't. But I would have seen these like. Make girls cry like, and they would and think it's funny. Think just laugh it off. Like it's it. so low, and honestly, it's yeah. an insecurity thing. Like she would never fucking date you anyway. Yeah. Like, and that's why all of you fucking rude ass little boys stay single. Period. It's honestly disrespectful and disgusting, and <sighs> I literally. You got respect. Woman. Yeah, like this is terrible. This is honestly terrible. Good for you, girl. Cool. It's really not good for you that he left you. Um. <clears throat> For your sake. And I hope you find your peace. And all love from here. Let's do... Should we do one or two more? Okay, so let's read this one. You would have made a terrible mother. About four hours after I had an abortion, he broke up with... Oh my gosh. He broke up with me. I had to gather all my stuff at his house. And before he closed the door in my face, that's what he said to me. You know what? Thank God we have freedom of choice. And you had the abortion because you felt like you weren't fit at that time. And fuck it. He left you. He did you a fucking favor because God forbid he was your baby daddy. And you had to fucking put up with his ass. Freedom of choice. Girl, you did what you have to do. And I'm sure you did it for a good reason. I'm so sorry that happened to you. That sounds terrible. It's already hard enough to make that decision. It's really a mental thing. Like, it's so hard being a woman. Like, Mm -hmm. and I hate when people are just like, oh, use protection. Like, shit happens. 
You know what yeah. I'm saying? Shit fucking happens. And the fact that men try to take away that fucking right from women, like, it's honestly terrible. Yeah. Think what you want. I'm freedom of choice. Everybody got their own body. Shit. Yeah, like, free choice, especially with your own body. I really don't think men specifically or anyone at all should tell you what you are able to do with your body or not with your body. You know, like, I feel like at the end of the day, you feel like you're not fit to be a mother. You do what you have to do. Especially if they're still just a fetus. They haven't came into life yet. Like, they act like a... Have you ever known somebody that has had to make that tough decision? Yeah. I mean, I know personally people in my life that have had to make tough decisions. Or whether it was a miscarriage, abortion, or whatever the case is. I'm not judging anybody. Mm -hmm. It's so hard. It literally is so hard. And so I feel for all the people that have to make those decisions, especially by themselves. And then you have to go through this by yourself. He said you wouldn't be a great mother anyway. Like, what? And you would be a terrible father. You see how you're talking to me? Mm-hmm. So disgusting. Really disgusting. And we're going to read one more because, honestly, I want to turn up on all you fucking men because you're all disgusting. Anyway. Not me. I'm not reading this either. This is terrible. Say all men. Okay. So let's read this one. Somebody said... We were cuddling after sex, and he was kind of rubbing his hand up and down my back. Then he looks into my eyes and says, maybe I'll keep you around for a few more years to pay my bills. For context, I was madly in love with him and working my ass off so I could pay both of our bills. He didn't work, of course. Other ones that stick from him. You'll never be beautiful. Just accept it. You aren't. You could maybe pass as cute if you worked hard enough. Maybe. I've been with far better than you. You'll never be half the women most of them were. Edit punctuation is important, kids. <sighs> Are you dumb? Okay, so if you have had better than her, then why the fuck are you with her? It sounds like she's the best you've ever had. That's what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, what I've seen from personal experience is that insecure men who have never had someone. I know this is totally backwards, but I've literally seen it. Insecure men who don't even know that they're insecure, if they've never had better, it reflects. Because they talk about you as if you're not the best thing that's ever happened to them. And they will never get better than you. Mm Mm-hmm. It's really weird. Like, it's weird altogether, like, how how that works. Yeah. That's terrible. Like, for context, I was madly in love with him, working my ass off. I'm sure you were. Work. And he didn't work, of course. Lame ass hoe. And directly after sex, like, boy, <laughs> who says that? Like, pay. I'll keep you around enough to pay my bill. Okay. Get you some money, man. <clears throat> pay my fucking bills, the hell? Get you some money, nigga. You'll never be beautiful. Just accept it. You aren't. You could maybe pass as cute if you worked hard enough. Maybe. Bye. I know she's fine as fuck. I could tell just based off of the uh, remarks that he made. He one of them niggas that think he look good or something. No. He's one of those who knows he's ugly. And he has to put other women down because he's insecure. It's that's, so that's obvious. True. It's so obvious to tell. But anyway... This is, we're done with this Reddit thread. We went down, literally, we went down the Reddit hole. And yeah, hopefully this was interesting to you. I'm sure a lot of you guys have thoughts. And let's get to the topic. All right, so today's topic, I really want to talk about like caring about what people think. And what inspired this topic in general is because I felt like I was kind of holding back with my podcast with touching on certain subjects or saying certain things because I feel like we tend to care about what our followers think about us even though I have 30 followers on my eye candy account like let's be real I see the analytics y'all motherfuckers be listening okay y'all listen and I feel like that in the back of your mind like oh my gosh what will somebody think if I say this kind of like viewpoint or this idea like will they give a fuck 
or will they not or like will they hate me or whatever the case is and I was so afraid of that and I'm like what is the reason I started this podcast in the first place I want to be able to talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about any viewpoint at the end of the day we all have opinions whether it's right or wrong we all have opinions and I feel like my opinions I can look at both people's side of like point of view and I can understand both sides so I'm always in that little gray area unless it's something that's like I'm really 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 like I'm not being swayed at all on how I feel about this then I'm either black or white you know what I'm saying but for most things I'm very empathetic and I can understand both people's point of view and I think what inspired me to kind of think differently is I was actually watching Sophia with an F's podcast and she had on this OnlyFans worker who goes by Anal Princess. And how did I know you were about to do a fucking giggle? Um, yeah, she had on this girl called Anal Princess. And she was like, did you ever in the back of your mind, like, care what people thought or were afraid that friends or family or peers and people that followed you would find out? And she was like, at first, I was terrified. You know, I was so afraid that people would talk about me. And then she thought to herself and she was like, So people talk about me, people hate me, and then what? I'm going to live my life regretting that I didn't do what I wanted to do and I love it just because I'm afraid about people behind a fucking laptop or behind a a fucking phone are going to say about me. You know what I'm saying? Like at that point, it's just like, who gives a fuck? You know what I'm saying? So when she said that, I said, that's a good point. You know, this is a podcast and she's an OnlyFans worker and she has a Twitter and she's, I don't remember her Twitter name for all you nasty ass motherfuckers. I don't remember her Twitter name. Okay. But... She basically, I think I do actually, I think it's called like bear baby or something like that. But anyway, yeah, so she literally has her whole body out and naked from head to toe on Twitter, but she loves what she does. You know what I'm saying? And I thought about it and I was like, this is a podcast. This is me talking about how I feel and my viewpoints. Who cares if people agree or disagree? Who really actually cares? The point is, I want to be able to talk about whatever the fuck I want. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I have a lot to say and I talk a lot and I'm always thinking like, why not put it in a podcast? So what's the point of having one if I'm not going to be honest with myself and other people about how I really feel and how I really think or if I'm not really being my authentic self? And you know how you kind of straddle that line of like being your most authentic self or where you feel like you're being your most authentic self, but you're really not. You're just being what you feel like everybody else wants you to be. I feel like I was straddling that really thin line. Like, am I really being me? Or am I just trying to be what other people would like, you know, or what other people would want me to be? And so that really made me think. And then I saw another TikTok of this girl. Another girl had reposted it and I ended up like pressing on the post and watching the the reel. It was a real, it was a TikTok, but it was in real form on Instagram. And the girl was like, have you ever been so afraid to like do what you wanted to do because you were scared of like the people that follow you would think? And she wanted to be an influencer and do clothes or whatever. And she really loved it. But she was so afraid of what her followers might think, whether she was qualified or was weird or was cringy or not interesting. And she said, you know what? Fuck it. Do what you want to do. Who cares? It honestly is such a brave act to be your most authentic self. Nobody ever really shows that part of themselves. It's really hard because the world and social media is so judgmental. And she basically was like, who cares? Because the same people that hate on you are the same ones that wish they were brave enough to be authentic. And I thought about that and it's so true. Because if you really look back, it's like the people on the internet that I gravitate to or the podcasts I listen to or the people that I trust their opinions, whether I disagree or not, 
but I like their perspective and point of view and that they're able to be 100% themselves and 100% honest, I naturally gravitate to those type of people because that's what I seek. And even though I don't hate on them or troll them for it, I naturally gravitate to those type of people. And I feel like haters are number one in denial. And number two, they wish they were that person. Because at the end of the day, they just care so much about what other people think. And they're just mad that they're not able to walk in their real truth, but that person is. Whether I disagree or don't agree with what people do, I can appreciate authenticity. Like, there's this girl on TikTok. You already know who I'm about to talk about. There's this girl on TikTok, and she talks about, like, she dances and she does, like, musicality. And I'm not going to lie. It looks goofy sometimes. And it's cringy. Like, it is. I honestly think it's cringy. But one thing I appreciate, you could tell she's really happy when she's doing it. And one thing I can always say, I'm like, I'm not going to lie. Whether I agree with it or not, or think it's good or not, who gives a fuck? She's loving it and has 500,000 followers. And I love that for her. You know what I'm saying? It's a journey. It's a journey. And very clearly so. But I'm happy for her. I'm happy that she's stepping in her truth. She seems really happy with what she's doing. And again, who gives a fuck what I think? I'm one person. I don't leave hate comments. I don't troll her. At the end of the day, I mind my business. I think to myself whether I agree or not, and I mind my fucking business. And that's how I'm always and forever going to remain. I'm not going to ever tell a motherfucker what they should or shouldn't be doing. Unless it's outright disrespectful, disgusting, or wrong, obviously. But other than that, like, if you love what you're doing, do it. And that is the point in fact. I'm like, I'm literally, I'm literally that person. Like, I have opinions. Whether I put it on the internet or not, I can... Because I am a person, I can dictate whether I like somebody or I don't like somebody based off what they're doing. And people, 10,000 people, tens and thousands of people, or even 10 people might love them for it. And maybe I don't. And that's okay. Because not everybody likes me. So why do I have to like everybody else? I simply don't. I really don't. And so once I got that in my mind, I really was like, okay, London, you're a person. Not everybody has to like my podcast. Not everybody has to listen. But this is something I want to do. And I feel like authentic people, it's what people gravitate to because it's motivational. You know, one thing I did growing up, I was really quiet in school. And I was so quiet because I always cared what other people thought about me. Oh, does she talk too much? Oh, is she weird? Oh, she's not even funny. That joke was so fucking stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I'm a pretty witty person. I think I can tell jokes right? I'm, I'm pretty comedic. Yeah. 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 I, I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I'm thinking I'm kind of funny. Okay. That's basically what I'm trying to say. I think I'm kind of funny, but I think I never, I know, I know I never showed anybody that in high school for a fact. Um, very few people saw that side of me because I always felt like I was caging myself in to please the public. Nine times out of 10, a lot of these motherfuckers don't even know they self, you know? And the people that I saw in, co- in school who were designated as weird or not cool, whatever the case was, I honestly looked up to them and admired them because I'm like you are willing to walk in your true self and not give a fuck and who cares what other people think okay so what for example everyone used to hate on people that watch anime I was not one of those people whether I understood it or not I didn't care my brother watched anime my dad watches anime I didn't understand it but I could respect that that's something that they liked then rappers start to say they love anime they love naruto they love attack on titans not every motherfucker when i admit that they love anime okay like what if i don't like something i don't like something granted do i think people have the chance to change their opinion of course but y'all will literally hop on the wave based off of what these celebrities do and that's the thing it's just like 
<laughs> That's just the thing. It's just like, at the end of the day, who cares? Because what you're doing could literally be a trend. It could literally be what people wish that they had the confidence enough to tell other people or to show other people. And they do it because they love themselves. They love themselves for every quirk and weirdness that they have. I can be weird. I can be quirky. And so what? Not everybody has to get it. Not everybody has to understand. But the people that love me and enjoy me and enjoy my company, they get it. And that's all that matters. Who cares what these trolls have to say? Who actually cares? And starting this podcast, I already feel like I'm gaining this sense of self. But again, like I was holding back. But me starting it initially, like I I was honestly terrified. I don't know why. But in the back of my mind, I noticed that I still struggle with this battle in my mind of like, you know, caring about what people thought of me. Because I was like, oh my gosh, if I start a podcast, people think, um, what does she have to talk about? I've never heard her talk in my life. Like, what the hell? What is she going to talk about on her podcast? And I thought about that. No one has ever, people have called me quiet growing up. Um, now I get, I don't really get quiet so much. I get kind of like, um, I didn't expect you to, (laughs) I didn't expect you to talk as much as you do, which is not quiet. It's just like, I feel like people think I don't, I wouldn't speak until I do. And they're like, damn, you really talk a lot. You know what I'm saying? And I don't mind. And I used to hate being called quiet, which is so funny. Cause it's like quiet people that are quiet and they know they're shy and quiet. They're, they stand in it. They're like, um, yeah, I don't want to talk to people. Um, yeah, I'm quiet. And what about it? Me? I was like, why do people call me quiet? And I used to tell my mom when I go back home, because obviously my family knows me and they know how fucking weird I am. And I used to tell my mom all the time. I'm like, I hate when people call me quiet. And she's like, why do you not like that? And I was just like, because like, I don't think I'm quiet. And she was like, if that's what you're pretending to other people, you can't be mad if that's what they think. It's just a word. So what? They think you're quiet. And this is, if this is the real you, why not show other people that? You know what I'm saying? And so there was a lot to sit on growing up because I, I really struggled with a lot of, like, a lot of self-confidence. And I didn't think so at first until I started realizing it when I got older and started to really step into my real self and my real identity, how much I cared about what other people thought of me. Um, one thing that I think this, like, taught me is... I'm going to always and forever do something that I love. And I don't really think it matters what other people have to say or what other people think. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people that support me. There's people that probably don't. There's people that probably think my shit is stupid and not interesting or whatever the case is. And who cares? Because at the end of the day, whenever I blow up, don't be fucking reposting my shit like you been love me. And I'll be able to tell the motherfuckers who was doing it or not doing it. You know what I'm saying? What I want to tell everyone is like, Find something that you like to do and you feel like you can do your best at it and don't give a fuck. That's literally the best advice. Find something you love and do not give a fuck. And I feel like that's why a lot of people don't market their shit on their page or whatever. Some people do it, okay? Like if you're starting a clothing brand or a lash brand, a lot of people aren't going to talk about that. If you're starting like a YouTube channel, I feel like a lot of people, like, oh my gosh, I'm starting a YouTube channel. I noticed a lot of people that I follow, they started a YouTube channel. And honestly, I support everybody. If you start a YouTube channel, if you start doing this or that, I'm going to watch. I'm going to listen. Bitch, my listen and my watch is getting you paid. And I'm all here for it. Also, I am a nosy ass bitch. So I want to know all the tea all the time. But I noticed a lot of people that started it don't do it anymore. And I wish they did. Because I'm like, this person could be really good at this. And you can also tell when people are like shy behind the camera, which is so, so normal. Even still, I can be a little shy on the mic or a little shy on video. But I honestly love it. 
it's so weird and that just goes back to the fact that like when people used to call me quiet or shy I never really thought of myself as such but I understood why people said it eventually I was like I mean I get it like I don't talk to anybody and sometimes people will never hear me speak because I just don't want to speak to certain people and that's just that on that if you don't hear me speak it's because I really really don't want to talk to you you know whether I heard something about you and it's not good and you're trying to fake in my face like you that doesn't happen a lot for me because I really like talking to like basically anybody and I'm really an open book I will talk about really anything like there's nothing off limits and I feel like that's also something people kind of gauge in a conversation like what can I say what can I not say honestly I just start off on what I think I'm just like I don't care you know what I'm saying you can agree you cannot agree be brave stand in yourself stand in yourself and I'll even like say certain shit or talk about certain stories in my head and I'm like that motherfucker didn't care okay so that did not fucking make sense let's rewind that because that shit did not make sense (laughs) I'll talk about like stuff in my head and I'll be like what if I say this about this person or what if I say that about this or about that person and I'm so worried like what if they hear this but I'm like wait first of all when that person said that or did that to me they didn't give a fuck when they were doing it so why the why the fuck should I care if I get on this mic and I tell people about my experience I'm not airing out anybody else's business but my own on top of the fact I'm not saying no names so if your guilt builds up that much to where you feel the need to like get offended and shit that's not my problem anymore because when I was hurt and I was crying or that hurt my feelings y'all didn't care at all so that also ran in my head because I'm like I have so many stories and it's about certain people some people may know and you might put the pieces together a lot of people may not and that's not for them to know just know what I went through and here's the motherfucking tea for example I told the story of rabbit and mouse and trust me there is so much more to that story than that just little situation that I told which eventually I'll unfold on the podcast in later episodes but I honestly don't remember who mouse or rabbit was so whoever the girl was in the situation not my ex the girl she followed me on my podcast page and I was so worried because that episode was supposed to come out I had already pre-planned it to come out and two days before it was supposed to come out she followed me and I was like oh shit and she doesn't follow my main page she's been trying to follow me she watches my stories I don't know why she watches me at this point I I don't I don't know I have no idea and I had my eye candy page linked in my bio so clearly that person is still checking up on my page to see new pictures I post and shit like that I don't know if this is obsession or whatever the case is but anyway she found my podcast page and she she followed it and I've been saw it but I was at the point at the time I was just like I don't really care you know what I'm saying and then when I got closer to putting that episode out I was like I don't want no direct beef because I know she will listen to the entire episode if you're already checking up on me every fucking day on my page clearly you're going to listen to me talk for an hour you know what I'm saying and so I was just like I don't need this girl my dms or nothing so I blocked her because I I cared about like whether or not she heard it obviously she could still hear it like if you type it into any any podcast listening space at all she could be able to hear it. I'm sure she remembers the name it's not that hard um I don't regret blocking her that specifically I, I just don't want to be associated with that person and I don't understand why they keep trying to follow me on certain pages and stuff like that but I'm like who cares if she hears it 
Because you specifically, my girl, did not care at all when you were doing all this stuff. You thought it was funny and it was really affecting someone's mental health. So why should I care if I tell about my experience? Even though at the time it hurt me, I could say it now and it's just funny. Because I'm not hurt about it anymore. I'm not bitter. But still, it's just like, I don't... I didn't want that person to like be involved in anything that I'm doing right now. I would literally take away 10 listeners if I can't stand those 10 people. Just don't. Don't even, don't listen. That for me was protecting my peace. Now when I think about it, I'm like, damn, maybe I shouldn't have blocked her. Shit, I want all the smoke. You can listen. And if you DM me about it, please do. Please do. Because it's something else I could tell my listeners on my podcast. Now I'm here for all the smoke. Literally, Nardo Wick, what'd he say? Yeah, that part. Who won't smoke? I do. I really do. Um, and I'm not the one for tea or drama, but if you ever want to come at me, especially if you are somebody that has wronged me, I am here for it. And trust me, I can argue, baby, okay? I can argue. I can tell a bitch about herself real quick because best believe I've been thinking about it. Been thinking about it. If you hear me congested, sorry guys, I'm going through allergies. It is March. I am sorry. But anyway, um, I don't know. At this point, I just kind of wanted to talk. I feel like I'm this is I was meant to talk about this, maybe for somebody who ever gets to this part of the podcast. Whatever you want to do, just do it. Who cares what anyone has to say about what you want to do? You know what I mean? Like what's what's something you growing up like you cared? Did you ever, well, let me just start by saying this. Did you ever have like a feeling growing up where you cared about what somebody thought? All the time. All the time? Yeah. Well, what was it for you? Like some people might, oh, if I wear this or, oh, if I say this or, oh, if I tell, if I show this. Me just talking like, I was always embarrassed to talk. Mm -hmm. Me too. I I was that kid that came to school with. The same clothes every day. Mm-hmm. My glasses was broken. That, yeah. It was, I didn't want to talk to nobody. In and elementary? Was, in middle? Elementary, middle school. When we got to high school, it was a little better, but. Uh-huh. Growing up, like, I didn't, I would, I couldn't talk to people. Only people I talked to was, like, kids in my neighborhood and stuff. Yeah. And I'll see them at school and I wouldn't even say nothing. Like, I would just be quiet. Like, Cause you had a fear of like people judging you, like yeah. based off of being yourself. Yeah, I thought I was weird, kind of. I, I mean, I feel like a lot of us think we're weird, and that's why we don't say yeah. anything because we know we're weird. I I, I can I embrace my weirdness with. now. People didn't like me. A lot of racial stuff, like you know, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't even want to talk to people. That's why I was so quiet growing up. Because for you, well, let's talk about that. Because for you, you're mixed with Mexican and black. And so it was always like you're not black and you're not Me- and you're not Mexican, which is a whole nother topic. But mm-hmm. I understand how mixed kids feel like they have to choose one side. My sister's mm-hmm. mixed, so I get it. Like for me, growing up, it was like you're too light skinned to be designated. Like I mean, they knew I was black, yeah. but I always got made fun of it being light skin, like skin, like yeah. so light bright. They just hate on you. Yeah, like that's that's one thing my dad always told me. Like they hate you because they hate you. I mean, they he not, didn't lie. Like, people wish he'd be like, because I would like sometimes I would be crying and stuff when I come home. Aww. And like he'd be like, like you got good, you got pretty hair, you got like you got like there's stuff about you that people don't have that they wish they had, so that's why they make fun of you, stuff like that, you know. 
Yeah, 100%. I think that a lot of people are insecure and people mm. project their insecurities on you. I remember there's, there was this girl in middle school. I was like sixth, seventh grade. Um, and she used to bully me all the time for no reason. Like at the bus stop, she always used to bully me. And she would always like get in my face or like just find something to pick on me about. I didn't understand why because I was so... I was like, once I met those group of people, I would talk to them. But I was still kind of like caging off a side of myself. But like I would still talk to all the kids that like I knew or like we lived in the same neighborhood and she always found a way to pick on me and people would be like oh you just gonna let her talk to you like boosting at people, the time uh, people used to do that all the time too like I wouldn't like if someone would say something to me when I was younger like I was like in elementary middle school like, I never fought back though I wouldn't say anything I would just sit there like I never fought back it was it never don't touch me yeah. yeah like it wasn't ever a fight point but like I never I never, like, said anything about it. Actually, there was this one time. Mm. I don't know if I told you this, but there was the same girl. We were walking home from school, and I, I had enough of this bitch. And we were walking back. It was like, honestly, there was more girl. There was more boys to girls. So we walked back with, like, five boys, and then we were, like, the only two girls. So I walked back home. Mm-hmm. And um, I lived where, like, most of the boys were. So she would eventually turn to go to her apartments. And all the boys were, like, my friends. You know, we all lived in the same neighborhood and play outside together. There was this one day where she was talking shit and I had said something. And she said something, like, just, you know, trying to get back at me. Like, whatever. Like, she was just so bored. Like, she had to get on my ass. And I was, and I got an attitude with her. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, who the fuck are you talking to? And I was like, I'm talking to you. Damn. And she was just like, oh, I want to slap you right now. I said, so slap me. And she slapped me. <laughs> For real. And guess what I did? What? Nothing. I regret it every fucking time I think about it. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you why. She, I hate saying this story, but I don't give a fuck. We've all had our moments. We've all had mm-hmm. our defeats. So she ended up slapping me, and then she ended up walking straight to her house. Like, she didn't bucket me or try to fight me. She slapped me, and she walked away. And all the boys were like, damn, oh, my God. You know how middle schoolers are. Oh, my God, she loved you. I was like, I don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? And so I just walked home, you know, whatever the case was. But I was like, damn, this bitch really slapped me, and I let her. Like, I felt some type of way about it. I really did. And I I felt so defeated because I was like, I think it was that point where I was like, I'm so tired of people feeling like they can, like, push me around and bully me. Mm -hmm. So then one time... I didn't go to the bus one day because I think I had like a doctor's appointment or like a dentist appointment or something. And I go back to the bus the next day and they're like, did you hear what blah, blah, blah said? And I was like, no, what did she say? And she was like, she said that she going she gonna to beat you up and she don't like you. And this was like, she barely came to the bus stop. This was like a, like a, a few weeks or a month after this had happened. And mm-hmm. I had barely seen this bitch. And sometimes she wanted to be my friend and then other times she hated me. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like if she like whenever I was talking to the boys or like we were all having conversations she hated me but when it was just me and her she wanted to be cool with me yeah. on some friendly shit anyway so we go back People, like, I ain't gonna lie like that same thing with dudes like they'll act different around some girls yes around some girls they gonna try to talk shit they gonna try to make you look stupid, stupid. as fuck like, <laughs> I've had that it's so lame to me it is literally the lamest yeah. thing on the earth like right and it wasn't even on that type of time. Like, we were all just friends. So I was just like, bitch, what the fuck? Like, you want to embarrass me so bad. I don't know. I honestly don't know, like, if it was my looks or just the way I carried myself. Like, I remember one time. I'm just, hold on. I'm going to get back to my story. I remember one time I was wearing these purple Jordans. 
and the boys loved them. They were like, oh my God, you've not, I've never seen you wear those tennis shoes. They're so nice. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think Jordans were cool. Like I just wore whatever my mom bought me and she bought me Jordans one time and I wore them. Mm-hmm. And at the time, everybody was wearing Jordans and putting bows on their shoes and shit. And I would just wear flats. Like, I was the girl who wore flats all the time or flip-flops. Like, I did not, I didn't have any shoe game because I wasn't interested. And so, one time I wore sneakers and like, damn, them shoes fire. I ain't going to lie. And I'm like, thanks. And she turns around and she's like, those are ugly. I have something like those anyway. And I'm just like, damn, bitch, fuck. Like, I cannot catch a break. But anyway, back to my story. So, this girl told me, like, she's like, Tree says she's going to fight you. I said, what the fuck is she talking about me for? Like, I really turned up. I said, she wasn't at the bus stop that day. But I heard by hearsay, like, somebody said something. I said, what the hell is she talking about? Like, this bitch hates me for no reason. Like, I literally don't do anything for her. I said, when did you say this? She said, she said this, like, two days ago when she's at the bus stop. I said, the next time she come, I am beating her ass. I said, I am so tired of this hoe. Win or lose, I need to get my one. Because mm-hmm. you thought when you slapped me, I was going to say nothing. At the time, I wasn't, I wasn't with the shits. I ain't going to lie to you. I was in middle school. I was so, like, I always was the one that had, like, all the loud friends who always had my back. Like, I remember in eighth grade, I had a bunch of friends, and they were all so much louder than me. Those are still my favorite people ever, like, I've ever had friends with in middle school. Because, like, one time, they were like, London, if somebody ever steps to you, tell me, and I'm going to beat their ass. Because they were so protective of me, because they knew that I wasn't in no shit. And I didn't, that's how some of my friends was. Yeah, and they were, they knew I'd never spoke up either. Because at the mm-hmm. time, I never said shit. So, yeah, that one time I said, fuck it. We, gonna, we just going to have to fight. And put on a little show for you motherfuckers. Because all y'all thought I was going to get down. And I'm going to get motherfucking down in this bitch. Okay? Yeah. And I, I never got to rock her shit. Because I honestly was so crazy after that. Mm-hmm. She would come back. I think she there was like two months where she didn't come back. At that point, I'm so over it. Like, whatever. She came back. She wanted to be nice to me. We never, like, were cool. Like, she wouldn't talk mm-hmm. to me, but she would leave me alone. Yeah, I'm she like, would stop picking on you. Yeah. Well, not stop picking on me. She just was like, she might say things here or there, but, like, not as much as she was doing it. Mm-hmm. As, but, like, as before. And so, I'm like, damn, shit died down. Maybe God was just like, uh, eh, nah, Lennon, she don't want it. And I was like, <laughs> she, don't she don't want the smoke. But, no, it's crazy because... <sighs> Now I'm with the shits, just so y'all know. I'm with it. I'm with all of it too. Yeah. I really am. I remember I remember one time when was it? It was like in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. We was like in eighth grade and there was this one dude on the bus named Xavion. Mm-hmm. And he uh I found out later he's my cousin, like after we had fought and stuff, my dad was like Boy, that's your cousin. Why y'all fighting? Y'all ain't even be fighting. With. <laughs> but afterwards, but before that, like, he would be talking. He would always say some shit. He was a little bigger than me. He would always say some shit. And one day in the morning, he had left his jacket on the bus. Mm-hmm. And we got back on the bus later. And someone said, like, oh, Xavier, I'll talk shit. I was like, oh, for real? And I was sitting where his jacket was. Like, ain't this his jacket? Like, he had a new jacket. It was like a bomber jacket. And mm-hmm. it was a new jacket. It was raining outside. I was like, man, fuck that nigga. I threw his stuff outside the window, and it was raining. I threw his jacket out the window. Then, like, the next day, I go outside to the field. It was, like, a Saturday. I go outside to the field where everybody was. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Xavier, I said, you going to whoop your ass. Xavier, I said, you whoop your ass. I was like, shit, tell him to come to my house. Yeah. I, I was, I went, and then after, later on that day, I, like, I went to the house. I was laying on the couch. I fell asleep. I don't never forget. I was wearing, like, a long sweater, like a. Like a striped sweater, I was just like laying there, just I fell asleep. Come beating on my door, boom, boom, boom. 
come outside, come outside. I'm like, I was like, hey, Amber, I'm going to be right back. I was like, I'm going to be right back. I went outside. He was like, come to the back of the apartments. Come to the back of the apartments. I was like, all right, babe. We go to the back of the apartments. That's where we always used to fight. It's like this little, it's literally like a little, like a little thing in the middle. And then it's like blocked off. Everything's blocked off. Mm-hmm. And it's the back of the apartments. And we went back there. And it was like, oh, y'all finna fight. Everybody pull their phone out and stuff. We start fighting, right? Mm-hmm. He swings. I, uh, I hit him two times, and then like I start, I grab him, and we fall on the floor, and I start choking him, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, just having a headlock. They was like, oh no, that's, that's not fair. You can't choke him. You can't no. choke him. I was like, it ain't no rules in fighting, right? And then they was like, nah, chill, chill, and they try to break it up, and they grabbed like once they pull my arms off, they let they was like holding me down, <gasps> and they let him get up, and he he got up and he punched me, and then he just took off running to the back. Of, he back was scared to the after house. that. Yeah, nigga took off running. I was like, bruh. I was like, I was like, Nick, I was like, why y'all gonna hold me, bro? Like, y'all some hoes, like, bro. They really held, like, as like they was holding my arms as soon as I let go. Like, he he got up, he turned around and punched me, and then he ran back to the park, mm-hmm. ran back to his house. And I was like, man, y'all niggas weak. The number of fighting stories you have is I got a bunch of concerning. Fight <laughs> <laughs> did not like he tells me a new fight story every day. Like it's crazy, yeah. but that's crazy. Like it's so funny because when people get a piece of you, then they're like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, he thought I was just gonna. I had glasses and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But I was still strong. I was still built like yeah, how yeah, I was yeah. at that time. I was already getting big. Yeah, I seen a picture of you when you were younger. Yeah, that's you still had yeah, a little muscle. I was yeah, already, I was already getting big. I was working out and stuff. I was like, what's up? Right. Like, it's so, it's cute. It's it's definitely cute. Because it's just like, you thought you had, and let me tell you this, the quiet lie. ones. Every time I see him now, oh, what's up, cousin? What's up, cousin? Oh, <laughs> now he cool with you. Yeah, he cool as hell now. Like, that is oh, so funny. That That's literally hilarious. And honestly, I'm kind of glad certain stuff happens like that. Because it's just like, it builds character, number one. Mm. I know I sound like somebody's mom or auntie, but it does. It builds character. And number two... I will never in my life let a bitch punk me ever again. And granted, like I said, I am an unproblematic bitch. I mind my fucking business. So I'm not really ever in beef. But if I ever, if my friend was ever in something, I am the type of bitch to step for my friend, number one. And number two, I'm not the type of bitch to throw hands if you talking shit. At the end of the day, I'm going to lay in my bed comfortably, bitch. And that's going to be that. But as soon as a bitch put a hand in my face, child, it is one-on-one. Anyway, we... Got so off topic, but I promise you this was for a reason. The point is, is who gives a fuck? We are always going to have somebody hating on you, whether it's for your looks, because it's for your personality, whether it's you're authentic and they wish they were. So who actually cares what people think? It literally does not matter. It doesn't. And once you do that, you are literally like your mind is so free. I stopped caring altogether. I really did. And yeah and it feels so much better and i feel like it's like your best the best version of yourself it's a lot of like self-work you know what i'm saying but like once you step in like the person that you are it is so empowering empowering (laughs) it is so empowering like i still said that word wrong (laughs) it is so empowering oh my god whatever it is the best feeling in the world so guys if you want to start a business, if you want to start a YouTube channel, if you want to start a podcast, if you want to do whatever the fuck you want to do, if you want to be an OnlyFans girl, if you want to be a stripper, whatever, do it. Do it. And who fucking cares? That is the moral to the story. 
and we are about to sign out of this bitch. All right, you guys, it is the end of the episode, the bittersweet moment. I really enjoyed this episode. I appreciate you for being my little co-host. You're welcome. You're welcome anytime. It was fun. It was really fun. Um, Guys, this was such a good chat. This was so long. Let me tell you, my goal is to keep this under an hour every time and it doesn't work. But who cares? Who cares? This is me. This is me stepping into my best self or whatever. But yeah, we're going to sign off. If you want to find me on Instagram, you can at iCandyPodcast. If you want to find my personal Instagram, it is at xlondon. If you want to email me for any questions, crazy stories, or feedback, and of course, we're anonymous, you can find me at iCandyPodcast at gmail.com. Once again, I love all you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And who the fuck cares? See you next week. Bye.